Welcome to Croxley Green Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. This is not another teaching session. You've had all that now. So if you, you can want to get up and wander around, feel free. Your ministers obviously are. <laughs> Whenever. <laughs> no, it's good. Um, so this is a bit I normally do when I go to visit churches, as I just want to present to you what Renew Wellbeing is. I do this for two reasons. One, I would really value your prayers and support, please, for this little new charity that is growing like wildfire. Um, and two, you might want to join in. Um, I, I personally can't see why a church wouldn't want to because it's so easy to do and it seems to have such a lot of fruit in the life of the church and community. Um, right, so let me just stop speaking and listen to a beautiful young lady who will tell you a little bit more about Renew Wellbeing on this film. <clears throat> I think we all know that there are massive issues in our nation with mental and emotional ill health, with loneliness and with isolation. One little church in Nottingham uh, four years ago decided to do something about this and Renew 37 was born. Here in a quiet shared space where it's okay not to be okay, we are being prayerful, being present, and being in partnership. Being present is the absolute key, showing up. But the activities that we do in our new spaces are co-produced. Anyone can suggest a hobby or share a hobby, something that they might be doing at home that is good for their well-being. The five ways to well-being, connecting, learning, getting active, taking notice, and giving are key. All are welcome. Being in partnership means that the church can stick to simple habits. We partner with mental health teams from our local councils, from the NHS or from a local charity. Anything that helps us to stay simple in our habits and to signpost on when people need more help. We're not just our mental health label. We're all these amazing people with amazing gifts. In our renewed spaces, we can find out what those are and share them. Being prayerful is absolutely key. Putting our prayer spaces right up next to our social action spaces means that when people have had enough of being together, they can sidle off and have some time on their own. And the still presence of God is in every space. The still presence of God that I found when I wasn't well was the only thing that brought me back to health. Habits like meditating on the Psalms, using the Lord's Prayer, reviewing our day quietly with God. These we do together in simple ways so anyone can join in. Could you imagine a space like this on every street? Could you imagine a web of well-being across our nation where everyone is known by name and not by label? Wouldn't that be wonderful? To see well-being restored, a wave of well-being rather than a tsunami of mental ill health. That uh, film was made by my daughter-in-law, by the way. If you want a little filmmaking, she's just set up a, uh, a little film company called Simple Soulful Film, which I commend to you. Simple Soulful Film, if you're looking for a little bit of, just a couple of minutes to uh, help with your organisation. So, that's what it is. What you didn't see on there was Renew 37 in Nottingham, apart from the very beginning before we set up, because Renew 37, where the story started, is what I call gold standard. So the church took on the rent of a place on the high street for four days a week. We share it with the cafe next door and it costs a lot of money. 
it's West Bridgeford. <laughs> so the church pays out 17 grand a year in rent. They don't have another building. That is the only building they, they rent. But they choose not to spend their money on the place for Sundays, but to spend it on the place in the week, which I'm in awe of them for, because they're a bunch of older, risk-averse pensioners, <laughs> and they've done this thing, which is quite remarkable, and they're still loving it. Um, and, and so it's full-on gold standard because it's also attached to a really beautiful tea shop with gorgeous cake. And I realised the first film, which you can see on our website, makes everybody think you've got to have gorgeous cake to have a renew space. And it was actually a little bit unhelpful because everybody thought I was talking about cafes. So I asked Joy to film this in, that was in Northampton, most of that in St Giles Church in Northampton, where they've just taken what they had in their hands, which was a big old, a big old Anglican church, and they've set up activities one end and a little prayer space the other. Um, and uh, you've seen in there Toaster as well. Toaster is uh, part of your association. And there's a cafe on the high street there in what used to be the toy shop, run by the churches together who have formed themselves uh, into a kind of organisation that can run that space and the council pay for it. It's not happening in any of our other cafes. The favour of God is on that space. In fact, the story around training them was funny because I just got going on this and I'll just tell you how, it, how you do it, but I just got going working out how to train churches and so a church would ask me to come and speak like this and then if they were interested, I'd come back with the people who wanted to host it and you'd normally get five or six people I do a training, I've got a little manual that you go through and it tells you how to set it up and it's, it's mostly telling you what not to do, not what to do, how to stay simple. And so I walk into this room to train the team at Toaster, which Laura Patterson from the Baptist Church had set up and she'd put it out on Facebook that we were doing this and the pub where we were having it was absolutely full of people, half of which weren't Christians. And I walked into the room thinking, I've only ever done this with like five people who wanted to do this with their church behind them. So I went, uh, right, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to the loo. And I, I went to the toilet and I did what I call my Mr. Ben prayer. Did you ever see Mr. Ben? So Mr. Ben was this uh, children's character where he would go into this room and, there, and he'd dress in an outfit and then he'd come out and have an adventure in that outfit in that place. So if he was dressed in a cowboy thing, he'd find himself in the Wild West. So I did my Mr. Ben prayer and went, Lord, reclothe me. I literally only have a training about prayer presence and partnership that I do with Christians who already speak the same language so I don't know how to introduce this I walked out and I heard myself saying right so it is important prayer is the heartbeat of this but I'm going to do the prayer bit at the end and then if you're here just for information you're welcome to leave then you don't have to stay this is what we mean by being present it's all of us together we had a great conversation great training there were GPs there were psychiatrists in the room there were people who were mentally unwell there was a lady who was a practicing pagan it was all going on and we talked about well-being together fine then we talked about partnership the partners were in the room the churches were all together in the room and it was a very fruitful conversation. And then I said, right, we'll just have a pause, we'll have a little comfort break. It takes about an hour and a half for the training. Anyone who wants to leave can leave, nobody left. So I did my rhythms of prayer, like I did them with you. And it was like, well, the Holy Spirit just descended in the room. Could have heard a pin drop. It was amazing. So when they started, they were like, yeah, no, we get that. Oh yeah, how's this working? They, they then said at the end of the meeting, um, so, yeah, we really like this, Ruth, but where are we going to do it? I said, well, I don't know. You're, you're the one that's supposed to have the idea. But because they were like this random community group, they hadn't thought where they'd have it. So Laura goes, well, there's a shop on the high street that's up for 
rent or open, uh, empty. So I said, well, let's pray about that now. So we all bowed our heads, Kagan's included, and we prayed. And then Laura and a friend and I went out and we stood outside of it and we prayed outside the place and I took their photo and we laughed hysterically and went, let's have this place. We did a kind of name it and claim it like I never do. Um, and uh, the next day, Laura rings me and she said, you're dangerous. I said, what? She said, the landlord phoned this morning and said we can have it for a year rent free. <laughs> so they moved in and they had to move in that week. So I'd just done training. They don't know each other. They're not a church. They're a group of churches and community. And they move in. And they said, she said, because could you just come back and lead the first prayer thing? Because normally I just go, go, you can do it now. Just have a go. Have a play with it. See how you get on. And then invite people when you feel ready. Anyway, I went back. Hosts turn up for the first prayer thing. It's not at all like I'd expected it to be. Because I'm thinking I'm working with one church and they've got their safeguarding. I've got this random selection of people. But the, the minister from the Baptist church was there and a couple of other key people who I knew would keep it safe. And they had their safeguarding going on. So we did the prayer at the beginning of the morning. And um, this lady looks up and she went, oh, that was lovely. What was that? I said, well, I don't think that's the Holy Spirit. I think that's the presence of Jesus. Oh, good. That was the practicing pagan. <laughs> She's a bit quiet. And the minister looks to me and he goes, what's happening here? And I went, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not setting the rules. Something's going on in the place of prayer where we are introducing people to the one they were searching, searching for. They've been going, I don't know, a year more, more than a year, because now they've had the funding from the council to carry on for the next two years. Laura, who set it up, has gone on to get a job in mental health services, which is often the way. <laughs> and Sheila has now taken it on and they've had funding for her salary to run that as a space. I, I, I'm amazed by that story, and it's in your patch, and you can go and visit. I know it's a bit further away, but it's worth a visit. They're open quite a few days a week uh, in Toaster. So the Renew story, which I've told you over the course of the weekend, but in pictures, is this. Um, oh, no. What's happening here? Oh, there we are. I'm holding it the wrong way around. Oh, yeah, I get you. Right, so now I know I'm doing forward and right. Oh, okay. So the first part of being a renewed space is being present. I talked about this. It's only showing up. Every church is doing this anyway in coffee mornings and stuff. But the way we teach you to do it in a renewed space works for the most anxious, least able person to make it safe for them. So we call them quiet shared spaces where it's okay not to be okay. Even though anyone can come, you don't have to have a mental health diagnosis. Just, a, just have a pulse and you can come and have a name and walk through the door and be welcomed by the host but not in a churchy way. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my friend who set it up with me was severely unwell and she was the expert. So she was suffering really badly with depression and she helped me set it up in a way that felt safe for her. That's something to do. And um, she said, Ruth, can we do it without the fire tunnel of welcome, as she calls it? So in our church, which is very friendly, at least we'll know this, and Alan, you get kissed by random strangers before you can ever get through the second door. And it's lovely, and we like each other, but it's very scary if you don't know those people or you actually don't like touch. So the way we would welcome in a renewed space is just one of the hosts. We're all just getting on with our activities. We've brought a hobby we're sharing a hobby. It's not necessarily even organised activities. It's just what we would have done at home in a spare one. So we might have a bit of knitting going on here and there's a little bit of furniture stuff over here and there's a bit of, I don't know, painting a stone going on over here. And Every table's got something going on, but it's because we've chosen to bring what we would have done at home and we encourage our regulars, 
not service users, our regulars to do the same. Anyone can teach a hobby. We've all got something we're good at. So you, you might be the host who's welcoming that day, but you're also a regular because you need to be there for yourself. So you're getting on with your colouring and you're sitting watching the door. And when somebody goes past the door and looks in, you're the one who gets up, not everyone, and goes, oh, let me show you around here, such and such. This is what we're doing here. Make yourself at home. There's the kettle. We do prayer here. You don't have to come, but you're very welcome to. Da, da, da. And this is such and such. This is Dave. Do you want to sit with him? He's doing some embroidery. And then you sit them there. <laughs> and, and that's how we welcome. So I'm kind of doing you a mini training now so that when you do get me back to do training, you'll know whether you want to come and do this. That's hosting. It's not more than that. And on a day when, if you've got enough hosts, you only need two, two hours a week to be a renew space. If you've got more than two hosts, you might be the person who says, I am not okay today. So I'm just going to sit in the prayer space today. Uh, I don't want to be unwelcome. I don't really feel like welcoming anyone. I'm mostly going to colour in. That's all right. So you can also be human. You don't have to be the expert in the room because you, you, we can't be. Uh, when I talk about people being experts, I mean people with lived experience in mental ill health because they know what it feels like. I don't mean people who are fixed and know how to fix others. So you've got lots of good stuff going on. That's uh, the space you can see there at Northampton being present. Being in partnership, that's Rachel I was talking about on the left, the rubbish atheist. She actually prayed out loud in a meeting, a prayer meeting once. I was like, who were you praying to? She said, I don't know. Uh, great. So she is, uh, that's the gentleman I said I made it very dangerous for at the pub. And he then became an expert in that space because he could bring people safely to this space. He could get out of bed for prayer. And it was something to get out of bed for. Um, that's the lady I was talking about who was my expert in the room with the lovely smiley lady, uh, very young to be really struggling with her mental health and unable to work. But the space itself taught her how to be safe again. And over the year, she went from spending two minutes in the cafe space with everybody and the rest of the time in the prayer space, because that's with her crochet, that's where she felt safe. She would maybe go five minutes out there and then over the course of the year, a bit more time in both spaces, because there was no pressure on her. And then she went on to work for another church and set up our second centre. And now she's married a friend of mine who's a minister and become a mental health social worker. And we've lost her to the charity. This always happens anyway. Um, people being restored to health. And Vicky is our centre host up at Renew 37. So this that you can see in the background, this is Renew 37. It is very chintzy in West Bridgeford. So it wasn't, you have to fit something that fits in your soil. You have to read your community and work out what people would feel comfortable in. Um, being uh, present, being in partnership, I still can't get this right, can I? And being prayerful, that's our prayer space, it's beautiful. It was just a little room, some benches around the edge made by a gentleman in a wheelchair who used to be a carpenter and he really wanted to do some stuff but felt he might not do much, but he's done this for us. And he taught me how to do the stuff at high level. So we'd go, high level, Ruth, and I'd go, ah, oh, drill, and he'd make me do all the shelving. So I learned some stuff from him because I was, I was having to be his legs. So it's been great working in the space together, getting to know each other. If you do, if you're brave enough to take on a place on the high street, it's great fun setting it up together. It's a massive risk of faith. Like, it's lovely. And particularly if you do it ecumenically, that's really exciting. So North Allerton that I told you about, lovely. So after we had set up um, Renew 37, and that's been, that was four and a half years ago, and I'll take some questions at the end of this because you'll have things that I've forgotten to say. It's called 37, by the way, because that's the number on the road. 
And then when we looked at the psalm, do not fret, do not fret, do not fret, delight yourself in the Lord to give you the desires of your heart. Woo! It's like God had joined in with a really good game. And it's happened for nearly every center. So Renew 24 was the next one, and we looked at the psalm. And then there was Renew 127 up in Bentley, and we looked at the psalm. Anglicans won't join in with this. They want to call them wellbeing cafes and not have the nonsense of Renew. So I said, that's fine, doesn't matter. As long as you've got Renew Wellbeing certificate up and you're going to stick to the principles if you could use our name, you can call yourself whatever you like. But actually, lots of people are quite liking this whole idea that God is renewing well-being in this patch of earth, on this space, and it links to the Psalms. So you can see some of our centres up there. That one, Renew 2, is actually in a garden centre just outside Worcester, which is not a Christian space. It's a therapeutic horticulture centre that the NHS took their funding out of, and a colleges group took it on. And they approached us to see if the churches would work with them. And so they've set up a renew space on a Friday in the garden centre with people coming in as a little cafe. They set up all their activities, bring a bit of cake. And the guys who run the garden centre set us up this prayer shed. You can't see it there, but that's where the sign is. They set up a, a, like a, one of the sheds as a prayer room for us. And all week, even when the church aren't there, there's a prayer room in the middle of a garden centre that's running. I can't get my head around how this is happening. And they love it. And the, the, the guys who work there said, oh, we like sitting in here, it feels really peaceful. And there's something going on about us taking our prayer spaces out to other places. Down in the left-hand corner is, uh, um, the lady in the middle is Sarah Fagredo. She is a minister up in Leicestershire, who's been running a really good space. But she's also uh, a trainer of youth workers. And so she's about to take on a role with us, praying for the funding for her. I take on a role with us, leaving church-based ministry and taking on a role overseeing Renew Youth and Children. We are increasingly aware that the way in which we do this is fine for adults, but you can't have a child or a young person telling you that they're feeling dreadful and suicidal and then say, well, do you want to do a jigsaw? You've got to be able to offer them some proper help and the partnerships are just not there to be had. I'm afraid children and adolescent mental health services, if any of you have had contact, know they're right up to here. So we need to work out how to train one person in each church if you want to do it with young people. So at the moment, Renew Wellbeing's for adults. But by next year, we're hoping to have a, another set of training that you can, Sarah's going to oversee. And she is standing with the Leicestershire County Council leaders who invited us to talk to them about Renew Wellbeing and then said, this is great, how many churches can you find us in Leicestershire and we'll give you a person to look after them. Ooh, top partnership. So I use their story to shame all the other councils who won't give us any money at all or anything. Um, it's a growing story. So I'm just not, I'm going to not go through those. Oh yeah, there you go. Um, so what is a, a renew space? It's a quiet shared space where it's okay not to be okay. We've now got 50, well it's actually 54 now, cafes. There's about 350 hosts trained that doesn't mean they're there all the time. It just means over the course of time. Some centres open for two hours a week. Some are open four days a week. It depends on what the church is able to give. It's what's in your hand. So it's actually the consistency of showing up that matters, nothing else. Um, so we're training and supporting, and we're trying to partner with local councils. That's the hardest bit, but we're keeping going on that. Getting a and this is just about what well-being is. Um, I'm not going to go into that now, but it's worth you thinking about the language of well-being, what you believe about it. That's another bit of thinking to do. Um, I'm just going to skip through those right now. So the next steps, if you were interested, 
I've actually put them over here as well because those five ways to well-being help us think about it. So you might connect with us at Renew Wellbeing. You might be interested enough to drop on our website and have a look, see what's happening. There's some little films on there that are worth having a look at. You might want to visit a centre. You'd be very welcome. All of the centres are on the website and the contact details and when they're open, just pop in. You don't even have to say you come in. Just if you happen to be travelling around, there's not many in your area, which is why I'd be really excited to work with you because we find that one spawns many. Once one gets going, other churches go, oh, that looks nice. How, how do you do that? So we didn't intend to be more than one, but God did something. Um, so get in touch if you're interested, connect. Uh, there's, Pearly is worth having a look at. If you happen to be down in the south of London, Pearly in the Baptist Church there, they've got a lovely centre really lovely run by churches together um training is the next bit so learning so you might say right we want to do this got a group of us together i come along or someone comes along from our area and do a training session takes an hour and a half you get a certificate that's weird right i made it up on my computer at home and um and yet what it does that's why the whole thing makes me laugh because four four and a half years ago i was leading a church doing one thing in a little cafe and now it's like this, uh, oh, it's refreshed from a new well-being. You go, you do know I don't, I, I don't have any expertise in anything except my own brokenness, right? But I think that's the whole point. It's because I can do it, anyone can do it. This is not difficult to do, and it is safe. It is okay, because we're not offering to fix anyone. We're not going to give advice. We're not actually going to try and do counselling. We're just going to show up and be human and pray and partner with people and listen to them. It, it's the simplest way to be church and people are loving it. I think because they're all a bit weary of trying and every church is having trouble with mental health issues within their own leadership teams, within their own churches and within their communities and wanting something simple to do. So once you've uh, learnt, then uh, you might choose to do a course. You don't have to become experts in mental health, but it doesn't do you any harm, as house groups maybe to do a little course on what are we talking about here when we talk about mental health, what language are we using that's helpful or not, for when people come to faith, and they will, and join your church. So don't worry about doing that, but I do recommend the Sanctuary course. Um, you can get to it via our website, and it's free to anyone who is interested in doing Renew Wellbeing. So you put in the code Renew Wellbeing, you can have that course. It's coming out of Vancouver. Um, it's an eight-week course. It's got really good resources and videos. They've anglicised it for us. Uh, I, I really like these people. In fact, I'm meeting with Dan from the, C, the CEO of Sanctuary tomorrow in London with a view to us partnering with them more. Because Renew Wellbeing is this little group of normal, ordinary Christians saying, do you want to try doing some of this stuff? And Sanctuary are a bigger outfit with loads of money behind them making nice resources for churches. We don't want to do that. They're doing that so we can partner with them. But if you want that training, that's there. Get active. We can talk about it till the cows come home and pray about it forever. Best thing to do is set one up and have a go. We say, have a three-month trial and we'll come back and see how you've got on. And there's no commitment at all. In fact, if I can get your association on board, there'll be no commitment anyway, because many associations are buying into our time as a charity and then offering it free to their churches. That's good, right? Weeber, Sweeber, they're all going for it. Um, Actually, what we say is, you pay for our travel time, 
plus any publicity costs and then anything else is a gift and God's paying for it. He's paying for what he orders. So that's really good. Uh, take notice, you sign up for some six monthly reviews. I've got a lady who's working for me down in Battle in Hastings and she'll ring you up every six months or someone will come and visit and say, how's it going? Not like Ofsted, but like encouragement. And also then, what you learn becomes our learning. So if you went for it, you'd be the first centre to work with a parish nurse and a renew space. And I've been longing to do that with any church who've got a parish nurse. And parish nurses are saying to me, this would be a great space, we could work out of this. And so I, I want a test case to be able to say to other churches, if you buy into parish nursing, why won't you set up a renew space? It will give them somewhere safe to work from. It'd be really great. Yeah.